Hello, 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 friends, and welcome to the She Finds Joy podcast, where we reclaim the super shiny lights that burn in each of us. I'm Kim Strobel, your truth-telling, real-talk happiness coach who believes in the power of showing up as our flossom selves, even and especially, my friends, when it comes to working through our hard stuff. After all, when we're playing in our arenas of bigness, life gets better as we get bolder. So buckle up for the no BS, zero fluff advice that gives you the small steps for big joy. One of the best things about She Finds Joy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other women who are creating more joy in their lives, just like you. You can find us at kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy. All right, let's dive in to today's episode. Here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? I am having you join me here for episode 10 of She Finds Joy. And today we are going to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It's a topic that has caused a lot of wounds in my own life. And I've had to do a lot of coaching and a lot of work around it. And we are going to talk about your, my, too muchness. All right. So let's just jump right in. I think that we need to start embracing, loving, cultivating, accepting, and allowing ourselves to be just as we are, that we are all allowed to find our own path. We are all allowed to be however we are. And I think a lot of times we get told labels all of the time, right? I mean, we're given labels from the time we're super little bitty. Um, You know, for example, I have a sweet little niece, Cora, and, and she's more introverted. She's quieter. She's bashful. She's shy. It's just how she is. And do we want her to have more courage? Of course. And do we want her to look people in the eye and say hello? Of course. But she also gets this label slapped on her a lot when we go out to dinner or we go out to lunch and someone's trying to talk to her and she doesn't like to do that. And so then the next thing you know, people around her, um, people who love her dearly, you know, will say, oh, she's, she's shy. She's shy. She's shy. And I'm like, we, we have to stop with the labeling. She might be acting shy, but she's not shy. She's not, you know what I mean? She doesn't have to be shy because that sounds like a label. That sounds bad. That sounds negative. You know, it's the same thing with my husband. I mean, we were having this conversation because you guys know I'm a huge extrovert. He is a huge introvert. And when people talk about how quiet he was in school or how introverted he is, we actually had a conversation about this recently because I was like, does that feel good? Like, how does that feel? Like when people say, oh, Scott, you're, he's introverted. He's quiet. 
And he's like, actually, I feel ashamed. Like, I, it doesn't feel like a good label. So we're going to talk about labels. We're going to talk about the labels that all of us have. We're going to talk about your too muchness because here's what happens is someone is always trying to put a descriptor on us, right? They are always telling us either aggressively or passive aggressively what's acceptable, how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to feel, how to stay in your own box, stay in your own lane, don't be too much this or too much that or not enough this or not enough that. And we need to talk about that because that is a topic that is super important to my heart. We are not supposed to be any certain way, all right? But society and culture and family members and friends and loved ones, they do try to tell us how to be, how to dress, how to act, right? And we need to talk about that. Just last week, okay, and, and these, these are societal things. We talk about this on this podcast, things that get brought down from family members from generation to generation, from societal culturistic ideas that are a part of the cellular makeup of so many of us. And we carry that into today's life. And these are beliefs from 50 or 100 years ago that are still impacting our culture. I mean, just last week, I have a very loving family member. And he was like, Kim, he sent me a text, right? Kim, I'm so, I'm so proud of your success. You're doing amazing things. I love watching your journey. Always stay humble. And I will just tell you, humble is something that just lights a freaking fire in me, okay? Because I just felt, even though this person loves me greatly, I got all bristly on the inside because I'm like, okay, I get so tired of humble. Like, be humble. You know what be humble means to me? It means stay quiet. It means never let your light shine. It means don't believe in yourself. It means don't share your wins. Don't be too confident. Don't be too braggy. Don't be too boastful. And you know what? I think like we have died in a society of humbleness as women, okay? And so I'm kind of like, you know what? Screw humble, okay? But I get it because the person who was saying this to me was raised in a framework of light, which is don't shine your light too brightly and don't be too boastful and don't be too confident. And just so you know, Praise the Lord for your wins, right? Be thankful to the Lord for your wins, but don't talk about them, okay? Here's the deal. That's so not like me. That is so not me. I am going to show up here, and I'm going to tell you all the dark and scary struggles of my life, but I'm also going to tell you when I win, and you know why? Because when I win, I give you permission to shine your light too, all right? And so I'm going to share some of my wins some of the time because every single time I do this, first of all, I give you permission to do the same. And second of all, I let you all know that it is possible to raise the glass ceiling for you as well. So I'm going to show up and tell you when I'm screwing up and I'm going to tell you when I'm struggling, right? And this family member, even though he's super loving, he was putting this little bitty label and he was trying to keep me in my spot. And the hidden message was that behind that, I felt the story I told myself was that he's saying, don't get too big in your head right? Make sure you always stay safe in this little bitty box. And even though his intention was good, I'll be honest with you, it seared me because I was like, you know, screw humble. Quit telling me how to show up in the world. 
All right. I've been told like we all have all our life, what is acceptable and how to show up in this world. And you know what? My extroversion, my bigness, the way I navigate my world, it's part of me. The way Scott Strobel navigates his world, his more internal processing, it's part of who he is. It doesn't make him better than me. It doesn't make me better than him. Okay. And so I want us to think about this because I'm tired of apologizing for who I am. I'm tired of women being told that you're too much of anything. I mean, I've been told my whole life that I'm loud. Am I loud? You bet I am. Do I have like this crazy enthusiasm that comes through my voice? Yeah, I do. And have I been told that I need to dial that back just a little bit over the years? Yes, I have. But you know what? Is there really like a certain decibel that everyone is supposed to operate in? Are we all supposed to be between a 4.5 and a 5.5? Is there an appropriate loudness? Uh, no, there's not. And I've also been told lots of things, right? Like uh, I've been told that Kim's a curious bird and she asks lots of questions. Darn right I do. I love asking questions. You know why? Because I'm a researcher and I love to get to know people. I love to get to know what lights a fire in them, what their life is like, what their inner and outer journey is. I love the psychology behind all of that. I'm interested in people and I'm interested in their lives. That's who I am. I actually think it's one of my superpowers because I think I'm a super connector, right? And so the whole point of this story is I want you to think about a label that has been placed on you. And I want you to think about how you have allowed that label to make you feel. And have you allowed that label to make you feel like you're too wrong? Because I'm here to tell you, you are not too wrong for being you. That we have to get out of this idea that we're all supposed to look, act, operate, and navigate the world a certain way. I mean, you know, I'm this, oh, I'm thinking back to something even recently, right? Like for years I felt bad because I was such a sensitive person and I would hear people say, oh, Kim, she just wears her heart on her sleeve. She's emotional. She's dramatic. She's too sensitive. And then I read an article that described the journey of an empath and what does it feel like to be an empath and why is it hard? Well, it's hard because you feel everything that everybody else feels. But the good part of that is it makes you really great at listening and being there for other people. So I have this saying that every label you've been told, every story that you've been told about yourself that is wrong is actually everything that I think is right about you. And I think the more we step in to the real pieces of who we are and the more we own those without judgment, without letting them feel like they get to be a bad thing in our life, that the more it actually sets us free. Okay. And so I was working with a client recently and she shared a label that she had been given since she was a little girl. And this label still shows up in her life today, all right? 
because she picks friends around this label and whether or not she thinks they will be able to deal with it. She limits herself on how she shows up in the world because of this label. And honestly, this label, I believe, is impeding her from being able to step into her true potential. But I find it so interesting that we can be told something when we were in the second grade or fifth grade or middle school or high school or even as an adult, and that we actually are the ones who let that label stick to us. And not only do we let the label stick to us, but we let the label determine how we want to show up in the world. Today's episode is brought to you by me and my She Finds Joy course. That's my 90-day guided journey that unleashes your happiness so you can make big things happen in your life. I know that each and every one of us is capable of having a monumental impact on the world. I also know that we are all capable of playing in the arena of bigness. I mean, I used to make $8 an hour. Now I make 20 times that amount. I used to be in an incredibly difficult marriage. Now I have an exceptional marriage much of the time. I used to see all my flaws, and now I know and see that there's a lot of greatness inside of me. I used to think that my current circumstances were what was possible for my life, and now I know better. And what do I know for sure? I know that there's a version of this that is possible for you too. I'm here to help you learn how, no matter where you're at in your happiness adventure, where you're at when it comes to love, health, finances, happiness, and your career, I know that together we can spend three months reimagining what's possible for you. It all kicks off on January 21st, but our wait list is open right now. Be the first to know about the Insider Launch details. Go to kimstrobel.com forward slash she-finds-joy-waitlist to get all the details. I love the book, You Are Special by Max Licato. And I love that book for all ages. I actually use it somewhat with my coaching climates because it talks about how there's this entire village of wooden people. And the wooden people were all carved by a great man named Eli. And these wooden people are called Wemmicks. And Wemmicks go around all day long and they give gold shiny stars to the people who fit in the box of this is what you're supposed to look like and act like. So if your wooden face was carved to perfection, you get a sticker. If you are wonderful at building things, you get a sticker. If you're really great at singing, you get a sticker. If you're really talented, you get a sticker. And the Wemmicks in this village go around all day giving each other stickers. And so when they see something that they think is acceptable and is a talent or a skill and should be privileged, they put a gold star on each other. 
But if they see a flaw or if they see something that doesn't fit in with what their society thinks is acceptable, then they get a gray dot. And so you have people going around in the Wemmick village and some of them have gray dots and feel really bad about themselves and others have gold stars. They're wealthy and fancy and they wear the best clothes and they have the highest wooden cheekbones and they have what's considered the best bodies and they drive the best cars and they get given gold stars. But the ones who have a little dent in their face or the ones that walk a little bit slower than everybody else or the ones who don't have a talent that is considered superior they get gray dots. And it makes me think that this is a great metaphor for what we have allowed others to do with to us, right? Like I felt like when I went through my divorce, I accumulated a ton of gray dots. For those of you that don't know, 19 years ago, I went through a very terrible divorce and I had a two-month-old son. And my city and my community and many people around me put gray dots on me. What kind of woman asks for a divorce when she has a two-month-old son? Oh, there's a gray dot. We're going to put that on her. Um, what kind of woman has to share her son every other weekend? We're going to put a gray dot on her, um, which was an extremely painful part of my life and, and difficult. You know, all 18 years, it was difficult to have to give my son up every other weekend. Um, and so, you know, Kim is too loud. There's a gray dot. Kim is too extroverted. There's a gray dot. Kim is too hyper. There's a gray dot. Kim is too intense. There's a gray dot. Kim is too intimidating. There's a gray dot. Kim is too emotional. There's a gray dot. But you know what's interesting is in the You Are Special book, there's one particular lady and people try to place gray dots on her and they don't stick. They fall off and they fall off because she doesn't allow them to stick. And once I did my own self-help work in my own coaching, I will tell you all that I have learned that everything that I thought was wrong with me is actually, I think, everything that's right with me. Like my so-called hyperness and intensity and enthusiasm is so right for me because I'm a motivational speaker and I travel the country and I get on stages with thousands of people in the crowd. Well, let me tell you, the woman who is full of energy and full of zest for life and maybe talks too fast and is kind of loud and is super enthusiastic, that's the woman you want inspiring your audience. You know, I was told that I'm intimidating, of course, right? Any woman who wants to show up as a leader in this world is definitely told, hey, sister, get back in your box. Stay quiet. Stay small. Don't be too confident. But we would never, we would never shame a man for that, would we? And so I want to challenge you here to think about the labels that you're holding, whether it's labels around your looks labels around your body, labels around your skill set, labels around your personality. And I want you to consider being like the one woman in your special and saying, you know what? We'll never be able to control people. They'll always try to put a gray dot on you. But you get to decide 
if you're going to let that gray dot stick. Or if you're going to take the so-called gray dot and actually turn it into a star. Because I don't think that you're too much of anything. I think your extreme creativity is probably one of your biggest gifts to the world. I think your quietness and your ability to listen to others is probably a great gift to the world. I think, you know, we, we have to think about how we're letting these labels and these too much of anything make us feel bad for being who we are for being created. I think we were created. Personally, I think God created each and every one of us, and he instilled these attributes of how we look and how we navigate the world and what our personality is like and what our difficulties are and what are the things that we're really good at. And I just don't know how any of that can be bad, right? I really don't. And so I think it's up to us to change the story that we're telling ourselves. And I think the other thing that we need to kind of consider and be really careful of is how we judge other women. I'm just going to go there. I think that women are the hardest on women. And I really can't wait to see you all in the She Finds Joy Facebook group. I hope you go there after this podcast because these are conversations that need to happen around this topic because the only way we get better is by demanding that we get better. And so look, here's the deal. I can be super judgy too. I am not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend like I'm over here and I never judge another woman because I'm human. I have flaws. And unfortunately, I do sometimes. But I am pretty darn aware. I am trying to be way more the cheerleader for another woman than the woman who wants to knock the crown off of her head. Okay. You know, one of the things that really motivates me is seeing another woman step into her own success, seeing her shine her light brightly. And I want us to think about this because when we find ourselves wanting to judge another woman or slap a label on her or say something negative, the reason we do it is because we actually feel inadequate. We, we, we are being triggered by something that woman is doing and it's making us feel less. And so what we have to do is we have to put her down or slap a gray dot on her so that we can try to feel better about who we are, so that we can try to feel superior. And so... For example, there's a super successful life coach that actually lives near me, and she just is knocking it out of the ballpark. And I look at a lot of her stuff, and, and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, like she's doing such amazing things, and I am so proud of her, and I love the following that she has. But then sometimes I see her stuff, and I start to break out in hives, and I'm like, oh, I'm so not there. I don't have that following yet. I, I'm not making a million dollars a year yet. 
I don't have an amazing TED talk in a book yet. And I'm not going to lie that sometimes there's this like little bit of jealousy that makes me feel like, gosh, how has she done that? And I want to go so much further. And how can I do that? And I feel stressed thinking about her sometimes because she is knocking it out of the ballpark. But I'm still totally rooting for her. I still want her to keep climbing her ladder, right? I'm not going to sneer my eyes at her because she's doing bigger, better things than me. In fact, I think she motivates me. I think she lifts the ceiling for what I think is possible for my life. But I want us to think about, do we sometimes label others? It's, just not, it's not just labels that we've been given, but we actually label others. And in fact, I have so many women who message me and actually tell me that they are being bullied by other women, other women in their workplace specifically. You know what, folks? I want you to think about that. Are you or do you know others who are bullying and slapping labels and putting down others behind their back and trying to keep you in your box, trying to keep you in your lane, trying to make you feel bad for being the woman that you are. And if so, I think you and only you get to decide if that label or that gray dot is going to stick. And what I really want you to do is I want you to take that damn gray dot and I want you to turn it into your super shiny star. I want you to step into the real you just a little bit more every single day and see what happens. Regardless of what other people tell you, regardless of how you think you're supposed to fit in, regardless of how you think you're supposed to look or sound or navigate the world, what I want each and every one of us to do is to let ourselves step just a little bit closer to who we really are. Because the more we do that, the more we embrace that person who lives inside of all of us, the more we get in touch with her, the more we accept her, the more we see the hidden jewels that she offers, I will just tell you, the better life gets for you. The better life gets because you are not too much of anything. You are exactly how you are supposed to be. And I want you to step in to that version of her and I want you to fill her and own her and give her the power and the light that she deserves to claim. That, my friends, is what I want for each and every one of us. So I hope this little chat, the show here, has helped you today. I hope you bring your thoughts and feelings about this over to the She Finds Joy Facebook group. That's my free private Facebook group because I want to continue this conversation because this conversation, it's important to me. It really is. So I will be back next week and we will be talking about something else that Kim Strobel feels like is important to talk about. Thank you so much. Whoop, whoop. We did it. Thank you so much for joining me on the She Finds Joy podcast today. I'm super honored to share this space with you, and I hope you learned something new and helpful. As always, this conversation will be continued in our free private Facebook group. 
You can join that group by going to kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy to connect with other joy seekers just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time joining the show, know that I am here every Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can go to that directly if you go to kimstrobel.com forward slash podcast. That will put you in Apple Podcast where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down just a little bit, you will be able to leave that five-star review and just leave me a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. It really helps me. If you let me know how the show has impacted you and how you are striving for more joy in your life, you might be nominated to be the Joyful Woman of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more women unleash their happiness one daring day at a time. So please take a screenshot on your phone, share it out on social media, tag your friends, tag me at Kim Strobel Joy on Instagram or in our Facebook group, kimstrobel.com forward slash she finds joy. I'm quick to reply and I am super eager to send you some Facebook love. It makes my heart happy to be able to connect and surround myself with other women who are all ready to do this work. So thanks for being here and I'll be back next week. Until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you know that you are enough just as you are. Here's to finding more joy.